Welcome to the family, our special guest, Jackie Fabulous. Thanks for having me, yay. It's great to have you in. And? Brian Gallagher from the House of Comedy. And Andy Rampernard. <laughs> he looks at me like, what do you want? What <laughs> the hell do you want, Tom? Uh, we'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look at that. Fancy. You got the clock working and everything. Jackie Fab is with us, Brian's with us. That was comedy. Andy as well. And, of course, uh, I, um, the reason that Cassie's not here today is her son is graduating from high school. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So that's cool. for graduation. And the reason that Andy's mother and his sister are not here is because Andy and I work on Friday and they don't. But other than that, you know, don't worry about our food. Right? Yeah. Yes. So we've settled two things. We've settled... Um, that we need to talk about John Schnatter and his wife getting a divorce. <laughs> I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. But we also decided the big end is the route, the way to take it. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask people to do from now on is whenever they're going to call somebody that, the whole word, mm -hmm. just go with big end. Yeah. Because you still piss people off. She's going, well, I know what you meant. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not going to offend anybody black because we're you know, used to using the word. I use it, too, in the right company. You know, it's really funny about that, Jackie, is yeah. it? Uh, 1970, I went up to Grand Forks, North Dakota, mm -hmm. and my roommates were both black, a yep. black man and his sister, Gail, mm -hmm. and in the house, never yeah. outside of the house, yeah. but in the house, he called me that. <laughs> he never did it out in public, though. It was hilarious, actually, because <laughs> he would just go with it. And the first time he ever did it, and he had every right to do it, his name was Victor Treadwell, mm -hmm. Victor, great guy. He was in the Air Force, actually. There's an Air Force base up there. Nice. So he in, and he ended up going to college. But honest to God, um, he goes, hey, man, you like the soup? I don't know. I said, I don't know. I haven't tasted this. So I go over and I take the spoon yeah. and I taste it out of the pot. Mm -hmm. He comes and goes, Big Ann, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? He goes, take it out of there, put it in a bowl oh. and then eat it. <laughs> like, hey. I just can't, you know, I'm an 18-year-old kid from the ghetto. I don't yeah. know what the hell I'm doing. Nah. <laughs> now, Victor was great. But it, that, that was also a learning experience because that is the first time, to tell you the truth, that I ever saw um, in person. Mm -hmm. I've seen it on TV and everything. But I ever saw in person black people being treated differently than everyone else. Mm. Really? There, yeah. Interesting. North Dakota, you said? Yeah. But then again, Jackie. Yeah. Once they found out who I, you know, where I was from, they treated me differently, too. Uh, Do you think part of that, and I want to get off this, because we're going to talk comedy, but mm -hmm. it's, I, you know, I like to learn things. Yeah. Right? Do you think there's a possibility that that some <clears throat> people, and not just white people, but some people think that all black people are poor? Of course. So it's a poor thing, isn't it? It's more than a skin color thing. It's a poor thing. I think it's a skin color thing. It's an ignorance thing. People here, I'm from the Bronx, and they do 
Not anymore. There was a time years ago where I would be a little bit ashamed to say I'm from the Bronx. Really? Years ago, because I wasn't as open as I am now. It took a couple of years because people would hear that and be like, oh. So you're poor. And I'm like, I didn't say nothing about, what are you, what's the awe for? <laughs> and I'm like, you guys watch too much TV. Stop yeah, watching New Jack yeah. City. It's not the real world. Yeah. You know, because I went to private school. I had two parents. You know, I had a yeah. healthy upbringing. But people associate certain cities in the country with poverty. Yeah. And don't yeah. and don't get yeah. me wrong, a lot of the Bronx is poor and has been and still is. Mm-hmm. But, but everyone, every city has a poor ish mm-hmm. economic base of yes. a, a, a city a street of whatever neighborhood a zip code it's in every city every north state Minneapolis. Yeah, north minneapolis that's where i grew up and that's yeah. that's the poor neighborhood in minnesota yeah and a little little one in st paul but it's not very big the one in minneapolis is a lot bigger. every city has and the bronx has never been until now you know because of cardi b and jennifer lopez we, uh, we look yeah. and, and hip-hop and rap started there but now they look at, they celebrate it now but years ago it was kind of like oh well god it was rough and it was rough you know the subways are pleasant now there was a time when the Not subways here. weren't pleasant at all, where it was dangerous. But I, you know, as part of, I was born there. What am I going to do? I yeah, have to live yeah. my life. Well, the trains here are dangerous as hell now. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I would never go on a train at night. No way. Wow. The you have roving gangs of teenagers just killed the guy oh. on the train oh. and beat him to death. Yeah, it's not it's not a go to in New York at night because I perform at night at the clubs in Manhattan. Yeah, oh yeah. So but honestly, in the last year, I stopped taking I stopped taking the train really late at night. Now I take a Lyft or an Uber halfway. I'll take a train. Oh yeah. You know where the yeah. neighborhoods are cool, and then when I know it's gonna get shaky, I get off and take a, a Lyft back to the rest of the way home. You better be careful with that now too. Did you see the latest stats on Uber and Lyft? Are you my mother? She gives me the the, the crime <laughs> report every time I leave the house. I'm your mother now. What's your mother's name? Carol. Tommy Carol. That's <laughs> my, new name, my new name. I know. We're all going to die. It's okay. Well, if if would... I have to die that way, coming back from a show, then I've lived a good life. Right? Guys literally, some of them literally become Uber and Lyft drivers just so they can sexually harass women. Oh, I get harassed all the time. Oh, I suppose. But, but don't put your hands on me. You can say I have. Yeah, I, I wear, I wear headphones yeah. on purpose. <laughs> right. you, know, you know what a lot of the yeah. drivers now yeah. do? They take the passenger seat and they push it up as far as possible because that gives you more access to the person sitting in the back seat. Oh, yeah, and that's I, true. I hate that. And yeah, I, I, tell them, I tell them, I'm like, I'm short. Put the chair back. So, you How know. How tall are you? 5'4". Well, I got that extra hair on top. Yeah. You fooled me. Yeah. But, I and, thought you were like 6'8". <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I still get harassed in every Lyft or Uber. It, it, sometimes it's normal just flirtation. Other times they talk the whole time. But, well, you know, do. what are we going to do? Stay in the house? I have to, we, no, you're women right. have to live their lives. Well, plus the fact you can ward people off. If they got too aggressive. I don't think you'd have much of a problem taking care of it. No, and I, until weapons get involved, you can, you know, I can jump out at any light. Because I'm, I'm a New Yorker yeah. at heart. I know I can get home from anywhere. Because you can't carry a gun in New York. You can't. You can carry knives, switchblades. But know, not a gun. Stuff. Not a gun. You can get licensed to carry a, yeah. anything. Yeah. But I'm not going through all that. No, no, I understand that. Mm-hmm. You carry a knife? I do. I do it. I can just tell by the look in her eyes. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you want to mess with I her. I got a razor blade in my hair right now. What's up? <laughs> God, you don't know straight razors, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can still were... buy them. Every guy I knew going to high school, every guy had a, had a straight razor in his sock. Wow. Really? It was always a place to put it. They always put it in their sock. Okay. Or, well, the, the tough, tough, tough one, keep it in their mouth. Yeah. Under their tongue. Oh, and their, man. And their yeah. by their teeth. Yeah. It gets real. It's like Peaky Blinders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never had, it that bad, had to do that. But, you, you know, that's a, once again, all women... Every time you leave the house, you have to keep your at least one eye clearly open. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. All yeah. women do. All women. Do that. All women. Everywhere. Every city. Every place. Would you consider yourself to be a tough woman? You know, I've never had anything. Thank God. Where's the wood? I've never <laughs> been a victim of anything, so I'm very lucky. But I, I care. I carry myself like an alert woman. You know, I'm. Yeah, I, that's good. I'm tough, but I'm also alert. I don't. I, when I walk at night, I walk in the street with the cars. I don't walk in the sidewalks. You know, close yeah. to the houses. Yeah. And now with the now kidnapping which is really bugging me a lot of women are getting kidnapped around the country for human trafficking for organs and sexual trafficking oh yeah and it's just it it freaks me out because you know i'm uh now i'm gonna walk around smoking a cigarette just on purpose (laughs) like hey you don't you don't want these lungs (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah it's uh man that's a different deal uh Jackie and I have mm-hmm. never met in person. Never. But we always found out we have this wonderful connection. 
and that is the fact that M. Annette Cox is 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 divorcing John Schnatter, mm-hmm. who started Papa John's. Yes. And I asked her why she thought that uh, John Schnatter's wife was divorcing him, and you said the pizza is crap. <laughs> she's divorcing him because the pizza sucks. The only reason why I ate it, I, I I just moved from California. I've lived in California for twenty years. Yeah. I just moved back to New York two weeks ago, three right. weeks ago, a month right. ago, whatever. And I had a Papa John's across from my apartment complex. The only reason why I ate it because it was right there and they came very fast. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's real sugary if I remember. I sugary, had, it's like really sweet. Really, ew. The, the tomato sauce, you know. Yes, yeah. you're it correct. Is. The sauce is tart and it shouldn't be. No, the, the sauce should be a, a compliment. It shouldn't be the primary flavor I, of the pizza. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. The sauce should never be the lead flavor. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Nope. But it's no. good. You said Maverick is good here. Yeah, Maverick's up on Randolph is pretty. It sounds Irish. Pretty How can good. That be good? What? Irish pizza. You're saying we Irish can't figure out how to make good food? You shouldn't make, no joking. You shouldn't make pizza. We should stick to our potatoes, huh? <laughs> potatoes only. Because that's what we should do. Our beef and potatoes. He got racist. I didn't. For the record, oh, got racist, he did it. Uh, it wasn't me. I want a leprechaun to deliver it, too. So you oh, went there. You opened the door. Oh, the leprechaun. <laughs> See, I love that stuff about different cultures. I actually, I do. I love that stuff. That's yeah. the whole point of being on this earth together. We're supposed to be able to have fun together. Yeah. It's the greatest. And I, yeah. I, and I was very, very lucky because my, my oldest sister married a guy who was half Irish and half Puerto Rican. Oh, Ooh. wow. You want to talk about a guy who'd be pissed off. You didn't want to go anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Irish and Puerto Rican. Jeez. Oh my God! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this get to be a real. Pro- His name was Pat O'Brien. Oh, okay. And the, uh, it was just, it was wonderful. It was unbelievable. Learned a lot from him. Yeah. I did. I learned a lot from him. It was a wonderful thing. But yeah. you know, the Irish. Well, and again, my neighborhood because because it was it was black, Jewish, and pretty much Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of Italians and Irish people. And, yeah. You know, basically what they did is they built the neighborhood of North Minneapolis, mm-hmm. put all the Catholics, the black people, the Jews there, and then surrounded it with a freeway so we couldn't get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's yeah. true. It wraps right around the neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. My, my best friends growing up were Puerto Ricans. Those were my best, best friends growing up. Puerto Rican? Yeah. yeah. What was funny that they didn't know, they always talked about me when I was in the room. My girlfriend was Puerto Rican, but I don't think her mother and her sister liked me that much. Why? Because they would talk about me and I'm in the room not knowing I understood basic mm. Spanish. Mm. You know, they'd be like, oh, Boricua. That's me. Hey, I'm right here. I can hear you. What word? Boricua. What is Boricua? Well, not Boricua. My God, I'm sorry. Um, Morena. Yeah. Morena, black, or they'll keep trying and they'll go negra. And I'm like, that's both that's, of those. He gets close. Me and black, I'm right here. Tell him to go, go nero. Nero, <laughs> much better. It's <laughs> all still covering up. I'm like, yeah, just, right. just say Jackie. Why are you bothering with the, the, the color in Spanish? Well, that's where the big end came from because Irish immigrants couldn't say uh-huh. negro. Really? That's where the word came from. Yeah. Huh. They couldn't say negro. Really? It kind of went. But yeah, it's exhausting. uh, It is exhausting. Exhausting. I love when somebody's trying to describe me, and they're like, you know, the girl with the the blonde top knot bun and with the brown eyes. I'm like, just say the black chick. Who got that kind of time? (laughs) And what's wrong with saying the black chick? Nothing is wrong. People are people are nervous for no reason. Why? I don't because they feel like they they don't want to. They're not worried about offending me. They're worried about looking dumb themselves. You know what's really amazing about that. Is that growing up where I grew up, I never got in an argument not one time with a black person. Really? No fighting, no arguing, no anything. Yeah. Never. It just never happened. Um, I didn't <laughs> argue with people that much anyway because I'm kind of crazy, so they didn't want to mess uh, around with that. People but. are more scared now. I almost had an altercation with yeah. a, a white woman uh, at the airport. And you, you know what I said to her when mm. she was acting weird? I'm like, do you feel like going viral today? <laughs> and she looked at me like, what? what? I'm like, yeah, I yeah. can make you a star. She's like, oh, no, that's not. I'm like, okay. And she quieted down because, you know, what now she, she was just being rude in terms of getting in online to, to board. And I was standing in the way. I was standing because I don't see the rush in boarding the plane. Yeah, it doesn't make if sense. If you're not no, first class, what are you online waiting? And yeah. Right. Just, I, 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 I wander in last. I'm like, I know they're leaving. I don't got to be in this long line when I'm not first. What for? I'm 27J. I'll get on. <laughs> I'm 27. I'll get day. on at the end of boarding. Then so, some people don't like that. They're like, "Why are you standing here?" I'm like, "Cause I'm not in a rush to go anywhere." You didn't even know you're my daughter, do you? No, I probably am. Because my daughter Alex, the same way. She's yeah. the last person to get on a bus in a car on an airplane. What's the rush? It's well, exactly how she feels. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's all about. 
Oh, God, I got William Humphreys calling me. This hoodlum. I wonder if he's listening. <laughs> you follow the NBA at all? No. Uh, his his son, Chris Humphreys, played in the NBA for many, many years. Chris Humphreys, the one who got married for 37 minutes? That's the one. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 he's a friend. What's he's, Chris doing? I'm single. Chris owns a, oh, he's a handsome guy. He is too. very handsome. He's a very, very handsome guy and yes. a big old giant. Yeah, he is indeed. He owns a bunch of uh, a bunch of restaurants. Really? Yeah. What are they called? Crispin Green. Mm-hmm. Crispin Green. It's a very very healthy. He actually we're we're kind of partners in that stuff. Ooh, nice. What's that? What? Are you, what's that all? I'm ooh, sorry. Ooh, ooh, I get a twinkle in my eye when I see money and entrepreneurs spending it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's all very very healthy food. Yep. As it should be. You know, yeah. It's really it's really healthy stuff. But he's yeah. I, I'm sure he's doing other stuff too. But. His father, William, and I became friends, and that's how I met Chris. And it, uh, nice. William, William laughs all the time. And what he's probably calling me about is I said something yeah. that makes him laugh because I don't think about this, but you know how you grew up talking and you, yeah. you kind of, it's just there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I referred to some this one person as trim the other day, and I did not know that white people don't know what that means. Trim, I mean, trim could mean spelt. Yeah. Or it can mean Yeah, well, yeah different booty. kind of trim. Yes, well, exactly. <laughs> In this case, it did not mean spelt. <laughs> and William called me and he goes, what the hell is the matter with you? And yeah. so we talk about it, he goes, what are you, like 110? <laughs> you come out with trim. Let me get some of that trim. <laughs> Let me get some What? Trim. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You didn't know? <laughs> he thought it was very, very funny. He's like, man, what the hell is wrong uh, with you? I'm glad you have friends to police you and pull you in. Oh, like, they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I my, love that. So do my We my all son, need that more, yeah. My, my wife, my son, my daughter, they all police me. They don't love you? that. Yeah, he's he's looking at porn. Yeah. What, are you, <laughs> what are you looking at over there? <laughs> Doing the computer. I'm doing. I'm that, doing. That the, is the new one. I love that. What are you doing? I'm doing the computer. We got to take business. a very don't, quick don't break. We'll be right back in two minutes with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. What is that from? What's that? Big old booty bouncing around. Boom, boom. Uh, what is that from? Your black friends. I think, it was, from. <laughs> I think it was um, um, John. Uh, God, he just died. Oh, John which, Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. Yeah. yeah. Which pissed me off because I love black Jesus, and I'm really not happy. He's incredible. He was He's a phenomenal on the on boondocks. He was amazing. He's just, he'd make me laugh whenever I hear him speak. Yeah. And when I met him, he was exactly the character he always plays. <laughs> Is he really? And he's the same person on yeah, and off stage. That's phenomenal. So nice, though. So sweet. He's great on boondocks. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That that man, I love that, it. That whole show was incredible. I didn't watch it perfect. when it was out. I dated a guy who forced me to watch because he had them all, all the tapes. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I just love his character. And now, unfortunately, he passes away. So yes. this is the last year of, the, uh, of his character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets in arguments with Jesus all the time about, I'm an alcoholic. Now you don't let me drink at all. I'm not even an alcoholic. I'm not even a good alcoholic anymore. He's just <laughs> going on and on about being a booze he's so hound. Good. Oh, he's what a talent. Yeah. That show is unbelievably yeah. well written. Yeah. Amazingly well written. And it's really under the radar. I mean, it's got a strong cult following. It does, yeah. But that should be a mainstream show. You know yeah. what's great about that, though? You know Catherine. My wife's name is Catherine. Mm-hmm. She might be the whitest woman ever born. Thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think it, some of it reminds her of the shit that I actually. Sure, yeah. sure. And funny, is, <laughs> funny, funny, is. funny is funny too. And funny is yeah, funny, absolutely. No, I there. Those show there are some pretty good things. We were just talk, talking about this morning about the fact that that broadcast television's got to do something. Yeah. You know, I, I I've been resisting it because I spent a lot of time writing and pitching my own. Either one of these. What is that in your this left is, hand? This is zesty blood orange diet coke. Why? There's a lot it? going on. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, you don't lie, but give it to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I want it. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's really good. It's well, hard to find now, actually. Of course it is. Look at this. Anyway, when I live in Hollywood, <laughs> I've been pitching sitcom ideas for years, and everyone is always like, Jackie, the sitcoms are dead. But I grew up around, I, my parents ignored me, like most kids my age. So I grew up watching TV, and sitcoms were the, the reason I love television mm-hmm. and yeah. comedy. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. there was just every, the ones that were good, I had one guy tell me I reminded him of Maud, and I, I looked, I watched it because <laughs> I was too young when Maud was popular. Yeah. I watch it now. These shows are incredible. Yeah, well, they're very funny. And they just don't do that. Golden Girls, yep. you know, and, and I, I wanted to pitch a show where it's a, a modern King of Queens. Because it's always the tubby guy getting the hot wife. Right. I wanted, right. To, I wanted to do a show where it's the tubby girl getting the hot husband. Like and in they, real life. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to pitch that. And, you know, they're like, well, Jackie, maybe you either do it yourself, do the pilot yourself, do a web series. But you want to be on NBC. Every time there's a show on NBC or CBS or ABC Old School, they get they get canceled. Like they do. So yeah. many of my friends yeah. get booked for these shows. They get so excited. Yeah. Their life's gonna change. You get like two, maybe three seasons. And then if if that, most yeah, of them if, don't last if. one season. I have so many friends. One season show over. Yeah. Because yeah, they Dana, cannot get the formula. It's gone. Dana Gould's a good friend, and he he had that uh, stand against evil, and that was that did three seasons, and then they stopped doing it. Yeah, and that you was such a good show. I man, that I show. love that show. I did too. I didn't realize they had canceled it. Yeah, they they he, he's done. Yeah, three seasons. Oh, and I man. said, why did they cancel? He goes, because that's what they do now. Yeah. they'll go three seasons, and then you're done. Everyone wants that old school 20, 27 episodes. And to oh, last, yeah. to get go into syndication. Everyone's goal is let's get into syndication, but no shows last long enough last, no, to get anymore. into syndication. <clears throat> not anymore. So go for Netflix. Like I, I just last year I discovered Gracie and Frankie on Netflix. Was, oh, my wife loved. Gracie I loved and Frankie. it. I I binge watched it. I'm show. like it's just like a sitcom type of show, but it would last on CBS. But on Netflix, no. they can make it you know, be more taboo, be more right. and curse. Right. And it's been on for seven, six, seven years. Yeah. It has, yeah. So it, everything has changed. I think it's a quite quite the combo. Jane Fonda is what? How old is she now? 80s? 86. Yeah. 87, around there. Is she that old? 86 yeah, or yeah. 7? Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know she was that old. Yeah, she's up there. She looks fantastic. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she's she beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And she's such a good actress. Her comedian. She's her, very, very her good. Her comedy timing. She's really good at what she does. You know what's really amazing about her? You could tell by the way she acts and the way she you know comports herself while on the stage. That that she's still in pain over her dad. Oh yeah, you can yeah. tell, can't you? Yeah, yeah. It's she's, really kind something of something behind her eyes is yeah, always kind yeah. of hurt. I can see it. She's too. Got, always got that hurt look in her eye because her dad treated her like dirt. Yeah, she could. Yeah. She could never get his approval. Yeah. Never, nope. never. As as well as she was doing with her life, he was, she just couldn't sign up. Maybe it was jealousy. Some people, some superstars yeah. who have kids, they can't watch their kid do well. Right. They want to be the king in their yeah. family. But you already are. Why do you care? Because you want to be the only one. I Forever. Like 90% of actors, either one or both of their parents didn't give them enough approval. That's and true. that's why they do what they do. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Yeah, mine. It seems to be like, you know, how it is. You know, when I, when I this past Thanksgiving... Um, my first time all my family getting together and one of my cousins was there and he's a construction worker. My family had a thousand questions 
for him about his construction job, nobody asked me anything about mine. Really? And I realized they don't understand it. There could be some jealousy. They could be annoyed that my life involves me not being at home. I'll never have a nine to five. Yeah. And you never know the reason, but people just don't gravitate towards entertainment as a viable. No. no. You can become a billionaire and they're still like, well, you know, you had that good job at the bank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, they don't, right. you know, and I, to this day, I, I sat there in the living room like, hey, I just work with Will Smith. Anybody want to ask me about that? No one, nothing. They don't care. They 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 care. They only cared when they saw America's Got Talent. They were like, that's what that was their first oh, time. Yeah, yeah. That was their first time seeing me perform ever. Really? And, and they were like, oh, you so you're good at this. I, I've been telling you this for 14 <laughs> years. Like <laughs> you can't. Really? Some parents just don't understand the unconventional job, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, if it's not true. what they think is normal. Yeah. If if you have a degree, also they're like, oh, but you went to school. That's what you went to school for. I'm like. F schools. <laughs> <laughs> Is there stand-up comedy in Jamaica? Yes, they're very they famous comedians See, in Jamaica. I didn't Jamaica. know that. Yeah, my father brought me on this one guy named Oliver. He's older now, but it's very funny comic, very raw in the West Indies overall. So it's not mm-hmm. a new job. When I, ha- I tell my mother and my aunt every week I'm getting on an airplane, I'm going to this city or this city, and they're like, but Why? And I'm like every comedian that you love, they have they, they did the same thing, yep. but they don't understand it. No, I'm like they're like Chris Rock. Yes, he traveled to random places every week. Also, Kathy Griffin, they love Kathy Griffin and Chris Rock for whatever reason. Really, and I'm like they're they're, they're also on the plane with me leaving. Our job is to leave. Can I point, <laughs> something, can I point out something to your mother? Yes, Chris Rock doesn't have a whole lot in common with the other guy. With Kathy Griffin. With Kathy Griffin. What do you mean? Oh, He's actually funny. Ah, here we mm. go. This is a matter of taste. No, I don't know anymore, <laughs> Kathy. She, I've interviewed her a couple of times, and she, she's a very crabby interview. <laughs> she is. She's always crabbier than hell. Yeah. It's like, mm, oh, settle down. Surprised. Maybe she's had a lifetime of always trying to prove herself. She's exhausted now. Tough up. <laughs> Man up. Man, man up. Man up, sister. Let's go. A lot of women comics are like that where they spend their whole life being discriminated against or not given opportunity or some sort of oppression. And they carry that into their career throughout their entire career. Yeah. What's so weird about that is now you had Joan Rivers who, you know. She complained really, all the time, too, but she yeah. was also silly. So yeah. you could, you could yeah. stomach it more with her. And then, you know, I mean, all you have all these women that were so big. I mean, Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett, there was nobody bigger in television. No, but Lucy complained yeah. a lot, too. She did? Yeah. See, there's a um, lot of complainers when you're a female because you're always fighting. And what did they do to Carol Burnett? Remember they tried to claim in the newspaper she was a raging alcoholic and she had to sue him. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Remember that? Yeah. Nicest woman you'd ever want to meet, by the yeah. way. you ever meet Carol Burnett? No. She, God, she complained a, a lot, too. Yeah, about well, how they, her show and how she couldn't exactly get this right. approved and that approved. <clears throat> yep. So it's a generational thing. Females will always be a little bit crabby. Some days more Not than others. you and Catherine, but... I'm crabby, too. I just do gra- it, but my dimples you fool gra- you. Ah, <laughs> oh, the dimples. Yeah, yeah okay, it's all about nice. delivery. I can, I'm just as crabby as Kathy Griffin, but my delivery is pleasant. It is pleasant. Thank you. There it's you very, go. Very yeah, I hide it. God, and I'm just, black. I'm angry as hell. I forgot JB's <laughs> not coming in for a while because he changed jobs. We have a, I have an old friend that comes in mm-hmm. and does the show uh, every Friday because yeah. he loves being around comedians, but it's hilarious. He's a black man in America today from St. Louis, Missouri. Ooh. Right? You know Miss Pat? Yes. We're not he, friends, but I do know her. He gets so intimidated by Miss Pat. Miss Pat is no joke. She walks oh. in the room like, all right, mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You see this right here? I got shot right in that titty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. I met her on Last Comic Standing. I never see her. We have the same agent. I never oh, see her. Oh, do you her. really? Yeah. I'm She's always a great person. before like or after her. her in clubs in terms of working. Hard, very hard worker. Very good at her job. But JB is so... Why do you think JB's so intimidated by her, Andy? You might be attracted to her. Like could probably. Be. Yeah. Yeah. When you have crushes, yeah. sometimes you don't know how to act around yeah. them. He's very doing? quiet, and she is very not quiet. Yeah. Though that's the main one, I think. <laughs> Loud and quiet don't really, you know, if it's that disparate, they don't really get along too well. No, yeah, they don't like being around it. I've dated guys like that. Poor JB spends about half his life explaining to people that I'm not a racist. (laughs) 
<laughs> he does. Well, even he got called a racist that one time. Yeah, he got a call. They called him a racist because he works with you. Because he works with you. Is no. that why it was? No, it was no because he, he made a joke. He said, "I hate black people." Oh, that's right. He said, "I hate." Black and the <laughs> listeners didn't know he was black, <laughs> so they called in and they were yeah they were <laughs> clamoring to get him fired. He had to go on the, the air and he was like, "I'm black," so stop. I tell you nothing. You see that chair right there? Yes. That chair wishes it was as black as JB. <laughs> He's the blackest man I've ever seen in my head. Really? He has the darkest skin of any living human Ooh, I've ever seen. He's not beautiful. Well, he's a very handsome guy. Nice. I won't say who it was. Nicest guy on earth. But too. at a social event we had a few years ago, my parents introduced one of their friends to JB. Mm-hmm. And her oh, first question yeah. to him was, so, are you from Africa? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because she assumed to be that dark. Wow. Well, it has to be me. from Africa. Which is not a necessarily a bad question. <laughs> no, but it's just dumb. She should have said, where are you from? Yeah, there you go. And let him fill, fill it in. One thing I should tell you is what? she's from the deep south. So, no. You know. no. But, I yeah. mean, there's plenty of black people in the south. There's more lots. More than in the north. No. Well, aren't they all from Africa? The more I travel, I don't know what I'm going to get because I, re- I guess, really? for whatever reason, my, more of my audiences, I don't do black uh, clubs often. I'm doing my first no. predominantly black club at the Comedy House in South North Carolina next at end of this month, actually coming oh. up. And that if you, if you came to that show and came to this show tonight, uh, tonight you'd see two different yeah, women. Sure, I, yeah. I black it up more. I get more urban. Sure. I drop the N-word as much as possible. I have more fun because I can be a little bit more relaxed. Where, you can be relaxed at this show. You can do that all that stuff yeah, you want. It's not even a bad thing. I just, it's a certain tw- a switch I turn on mm-hmm. yeah. to be to help the black audiences be like, you're one of us. We cool. Because I get accused mm-hmm. all the time of, how is she really? are you really black? And you, you talk what? to You're so articulate. This is a very common you're thing. You're so articulate. That is so it's messed up. It's a very up, common though, yeah. thing for that's people so who are black but don't sound, quote unquote, what they think black should sound like. <sighs> it, and that's, I turn it on when I have to. I When I'm talking around, when I'm playing around and just conversing, but... This is just part of people where they live and what they're brought up around. What yeah. they watch on TV, you know. Because I I watch Friends. I know all all the episodes of Friends. I also watch Martin. You know, it's it's actually right. exhausting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live on the fence. I know all the mainstream world, a quote unquote, we some call that white, and then the urban world. I'm also abreast of what's going on there. Do you ever play the Apollo? No. You want to play the Apollo? I would. Any, I got to believe it would be great to play the Apollo. I would do the Apollo any day. They booed me off. I'm like, I was booed at the Apollo. I made history. <laughs> I, I would love to. And I, I, I should probably look into that now. I have a very good friend, Santa Comedian, and he played the Apollo for the very first time. Yeah. I love Apollo stories. <laughs> oh, God, it's wonderful. Uh-huh. So, he walks out on stage, walks up to the mic, and there's a guy sitting front row center. Uh-huh. Very large black man in America today. Yeah. He looks up at my friend and goes, You better be funny, motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Isn't that wonderful? I will threaten you. You better be funny. (laughs) The way you you diffuse that is to address him as soon as you get on stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as you get on, like, fix your face, all right? You ain't funny either. (laughs) And that's how you get the audience to be like, Oh, okay, she's I love it. Yeah, that's a great idea. But I, I mean, especially being from the Bronx, right across mm-hmm. the river. Yeah. yeah. Right across. I, I mean, God, I used to love to go to. When I lived in New York, I loved going to the old Yankee Stadium. I never yeah. went. Right across the bridge there. I dated a guy who lived down a block from there. I didn't what care did about it. I got a great story for you. You'll like this. Okay. Very quick. All right. So, one of the first times I go to uh, Yankee Stadium, probably 1981, something mm-hmm. like that. The game's over, and a guy walks out, and I'm. You know, going to the conveyance, right? And he goes, hey. And he's got this gigantic camera. Mm-hmm. You know, like the what yeah. they used to shoot all the sporting events with all this yeah. stuff. He's got this gigantic camera, and he's got like a valise of all this other stuff. He comes in and he goes, uh, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you know, what do you need? He goes, so if I walk across that bridge, and then could I just go further, further south and I'd be in Manhattan? And I said, um... You get in the car. 
He goes, what are you talking about? I goes, get in the car. I'll uh-huh. take you to where you're going. He goes, why? I said, because if you walk across that bridge, it's Harlem, and you ain't going to live with that camera much longer. <laughs> that camera's not going to be in your possession not, much not, longer. Not that year, no. No, not that no, year. No. Not in 81. It's no. like, no, 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 no. You, don't, <laughs> you do not want to walk, walk across that bridge. That I'm doesn't just change. Telling. I don't wear gold jewelry out oh, yeah. open oh, oh, yeah. now no on the watches. trains. Nothing um, shiny. Silver nope. I'll wear. Silver they're not as uh, tempted by, but gold jewelry, right. yeah, I'm not no. giving them the chance. You're right. We'll take a break. Got one more segment. Oh, Jackie Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Jackie Fabulous with us. Tonight, two shows, tomorrow night, two shows, and a Sunday show at 7 o'clock as yeah. well. Now, when, when's Fabulous become your legal name again? Uh, end of January. i got to go back to New York, to California courts to get the whole name decree. Oh. So that, that'll be nationwide, though. Yeah, well, they don't do anything. They give you the paperwork, and then I have to go to all the government offices yeah. oh, you do. to get everything changed. Yeah, there's no electronic <laughs> notification to the world. Really? No. I, the lady told me, she's like, you do all this. We, yeah. just, we just give you the uh, okay in court. The judge signs off on it. Yeah, really? they make it as hard as possible. Yeah. To change your it, name. It's incredibly, there's so much Really? There's still Melissa's still waiting that's on. That's why folks get married, and, and when they get divorced, they're like, nope, I'm keeping it. Oh, that's work to get it. That's yeah. exactly what my ex-wife said. She was yeah. like, I am not changing my name back, because that is ridiculous. Yeah, so that's we'll a good name anyway. Keep the lot. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's a good name. Yeah, so. <laughs> he goes, yes, my name got, is awesome. <laughs> when we got married, I said, I don't really expect you to do this if you don't want to, but she wanted to. That's yeah. cool. Because my mom didn't. Yeah, my, so. my wife did not change her last name. No. no. I didn't give a rat's ass. I right. hyphenated mine. I was married for about 37 minutes. 37 minutes? And I, I, I just went by his and mine. I didn't bother. You I and Chris Humphrey? So you do know Chris Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is taking a beating today. <laughs> uh, no. Chris, you, I could give you some. Don't worry about it. Oh, here we go. Find love me. Just find me. Here we go. Love she, the love. She makes fresh muffins, too. <laughs> I can cook, Chris. She, what? Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Okay. Not a bad thing at all. I didn't know it was that hard to change your name. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard. It's just labor intensive. You got to mm-hmm. go to oh, Social Security down. Office, okay, yeah. DMV, passport. Yeah. You just got to take a day or two and just make those your errands for the day. That's all. Mm-hmm. I suppose. I don't know what I changed my name to. Cause, you know, it's kind of weird. My my father's name was Barnard, and my mother's birth name was Dane. So I got Great Bernard and Great Dane. Or St. Bernard and Great Dane. <laughs> I like that. That's what I got. That's cool. I, got those, I don't know if I, if I would change my name. So what? can you tell us what your your last name is? I don't even yeah, want to my real name is Jacqueline Jeanette Champagny. Champagny. Yeah. Champagny like or Panny? Penny. It's spelled like champagne, but instead of N-E, it's N-I-E. Champagny. Really? Yeah. 
No one can smell it, pronounce it, hmm. or remember it. It's horrible for marketing. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible well, for you would think Jackie Champagne would be a great name. But that's not my name, though. Well, but you can just, you know, pronounce it I like it that fabulous. Way. People, I, no, it's a good name. It makes me happy. Some people are annoyed by it. That makes me happy. Why are they annoyed by it? Because the name is ridiculous. You think a drag queen is going to walk in when you hear Jackie Fabulous, and then it's just me? Well, you know what? That's yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and drag can... queens and people who work in that industry, they're like, girl, I love your name. So it's fun. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. Nobody's going to forget it. No, no, that's why I got it. No one will, you may not like it, but you're going to remember me. But why wouldn't you like it? It's a good name. People get, because they look at it as being ostentatious and arrogant. How yeah. dare you give your name, give your name an adjective? Who, who do you think you are? You're a stage performer. Do they notice that? I know, but I, my, oh my, I told my mother and my aunt and my sister at dinner, and they almost all cried together. They were so sad and angry, and I and I was like, I don't give a damn what y'all think. Yeah, you don't come to a show. You just figured out I was a comedian last month. She doesn't. Come, they don't come to your show. No, they, why not? America's Got Talent was the first time my mom saw me perform. She had to see me on live television to be like, okay, you're serious about this. Tell your mother that I said it was okay to call you J Fab. I will. I will. My just friends call me J Fab all the time. Yeah, see, there you go, J Fab. I love it. It's there cute. you go. And it's good for marketing. I want to make money on it. It's going to be a brand. It is a brand. You see, know, I, I want to, I'm going to buy this money now. I want to make some money. Right? See, unfortunately, <laughs> like Brian and I couldn't do that because he would be. <laughs> He would be B-Gal. B-Gal. He'd be B-Gal. And on a certain Friday night, I might be Gal. I might be Gal. It's the 21st century. You don't get to ask me those Okay, you don't get to judge. And I got T-Bar that's lame. T-Bar? I like that. Sounds like a construction. It sounds like a construction. Yeah, it does. Hand me that T-Bar. I'll pull a few nails. Yeah, you know. Anyone can do it. J-Fab's good, though. And I do like B-Gal. Do you? Yeah. You're not going. I mean, I mean, I've got time after I drop Jackie. I, I can probably swing by the courthouse and get the paperwork started. <laughs> get everything started. Just whatever's going to make you happy, Tom. That's yes. that's what I'm here for. It also costs five hundred dollars to, to change your name. Yeah, five hundred. Yeah, yeah. in California, it's yeah. Not, is not gonna, that a tax? They're not going to let you change your life for free. What do you think no. this is? Just, how is it their business to <laughs> collect money from you changing your name? Because they have to process oh, paperwork. Oh, yes, God. it's paperwork. Hello. <laughs> I just I. Catherine and I just bought a house. Nice. Right? We haven't sold our other house yet, so we'll see how nice it is. Okay. But in any case, we just bought a house. And I'm doing the paperwork, and I look and go, why am I paying you an I'm buying a house tax? Mm-hmm. I'm not making money here. Yeah. I'm spending money. Right. Why do you get money? Paperwork. It's because of paperwork. Oh, like 30 Gs of paperwork? Yeah. Ooh. Well. It is like 30 grand. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Jesus. Commission, baby. If you read every line item for things you pay for, you'll always be angry. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, what the hell is this? I yeah. know. Everything is taxed to the... Everything. To the, read your cell knife. phone bill really one day. You'll be like, this is all a scam. Is it all Yeah, taxed? there's one line that just says, ha, 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 you suck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then next to you, you talk too much. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten to the point you go, well... I haven't paid enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they always talk about this and you know, all these these people don't do this and these people don't do that. And ooh, I want to get your take too on. Um, so Cory Booker and Kamala Harris both dropped out of the. Corey, I don't yeah. know when did Corey. Well, I don't Parker. think he dropped out, but he didn't make the next uh, the Aww. next cut. Yeah, he was uh, he was in yesterday, wasn't he? Uh, for about ten minutes. Okay, but he went off and said. This is horrible. There that we have. God, what did he say again? We have blah blah blah, but we don't have any black people running for president. He yeah. was going off and on about that, but that's because you suck. <laughs> I mean, you ruined it for everyone else. If you were any good, people right. would vote. Black people were voting for Joe Biden. They yeah. didn't want to vote for Kamala Harris or Cory Booker, and right. I don't know why. Maybe because of the Obama thing. I don't want anybody old. Well, he's 70. Oh, that's all you're getting. I just so. don't want old. He's I like feel like there'll be in the debates, like, okay, your turn. And they'll be like, what? What? Huh? What? Did you remember? What? what did you say? It's my turn. <laughs> that would be pretty funny if you had a couple. <laughs> because Donald Trump is, what, 74? Six. Was he 76? Somewhere around there. Is and he's really? senile. Yeah, I think he's the oldest president we've ever had. Maybe I thought wow. uh, I thought Ronald Reagan was. Yeah, older. I think Reagan was. Reagan, older. Reagan was a hundred. Reagan was yeah. old as hell. I remember that. Yeah. Let's see, list Great. the presidents saw, when they were inaugurated. I saw an uh, article that nope. Hillary 
they speculated that she might come back because she did Howard Stern. That would be a yeah, horrible mistake. She's just bored. Be, She's yeah. bored. I think it's just boredom at some point. You know what amazes me about Howard Stern? Go ahead. <laughs> that he will say things like, wow, that America's got talent. It's, it's nothing but a boys club and it's about you know women objectifying women. What, that's what you've been doing for yeah. 40 years. That's kind of how you got famous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, there was a time I couldn't even about? watch Howard Stern. Like, he's gotten way more tame. But years ago, I used to be like, dude, is anybody going to tell you to take it easy? I know. You know? I know. No, if your numbers are good, they're going to yeah. encourage you to keep he at it. as raunchy I, as you could get. And yeah. I used to be like, I, I like this stuff, but God, take it easy. Yeah. You know? And he doesn't even have to get numbers anymore. Sirius doesn't. They don't they care. They don't do ratings. They don't care anything about that. Yeah. So. But I just thought it was rather disingenuous. Like, Howard, shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's nothing but a boys club. You mean like your show? Your, your whole yeah. career? Your whole career? Yeah. Like, God, there's so many things that you can do, but you can't do. Right. It's okay for you to do it, but not you. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Never made any sense to me. Double standard always exists. I guess it's a double standard or whatever. But So do you, are, do you get political at all in your act? I think you told I do, me you I do one Trump bit. joke. I oh, do, do one Trump joke is every show I do. It is it's as neutral as you can get without making the audience to get up and leave. Nobody's <laughs> gonna walk on you though, are they? I've had, I've had some altercations. You have people walking on you? No, actually, yeah. Actually, <laughs> where was I? It was a few shows ago and a guy got up and yelled out, You're too liberal and he was drunk as hell. You're too liberal. And he walked out. I don't know if you know this or not, but black people tend to be liberal. Yeah, well, has he ever noticed the, that? The oppressed race is always the ones that feel like they need to be liberal. She, so. she may have been the first one he ever had interaction with in real life. I might well, have been the first one he's ever seen. I, I guarantee you that is more often than you realize. People come see a black woman on stage. A lot of them never have seen that in their life. It's just so sad. It is very sad. Dennis but it also accounts to what Club's book. Yeah. Dennis Miller yeah. had a great joke on Saturday Night Live about 25 years ago, whatever it was, when he used to do the weekend update. Yeah. yeah. Came on, he said, just got the stats out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the new stats being released uh, point out that uh, there are more people of color in New York City now than there are white people. And he looks down at the desk, looks up, and he goes, I'm sick and tired of getting hassled by the man. <laughs> <laughs> He's been the minority for about 10 minutes, and he's already sick of it. Before his time, he didn't know he was brilliant. Oh, he was. He was. Oh, he was amazing back in the day. He was. People make fun of him now, because they're like, did he go really right now? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, he's way like, Everybody's right like, what the hell happened to you, Dennis? Got he money. got money. Got a lot of money. That'll change your perspective real yeah. fast. From what I've told, I've never had it myself. Yeah, yeah. But from what I understand, once you get that money. <laughs> I've never had money myself. But, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know why he went so far right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I'm assuming here, here's what my assumption is. Okay, because there's always a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything has a reason. So yeah. what I'm thinking is the last time his show got canceled, mm-hmm. he kind of went with all these liberals in in Hollywood don't like me. Right. Ah. So that I think yeah. is what happened. Well, that's sad. He's compromising his the art and the craft. God, he was funny. To pacify. Well, sometimes though, it's just the older you get, your perspective on things change. So I wonder if I always he's wondered also if it a was lot more. Older, yeah, yeah if he just reached mm-hmm. a point in his life where he said, "I don't see things like that anymore. I think this other way of he's seeing things is." He's become a curmudgeon. Is, Maybe yeah. he's like, ah, all these rights. I tried it all. <laughs> I, when I grew up in a, in a Democrat family, my mm-hmm. mother was an ardent Democrat, mm-hmm. which is not like the Democratic Party now. No, 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 very different. They're, they're very, very. This was all about the working people, yeah. and, you know, oh, taking okay. care of the work, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the workers, and all that. So I grew up Democrat, and then when I started doing the show, mm-hmm. the Democrats went after me because they didn't like the show. So they tried being a Republican for a while. I didn't really care for that. Yeah. You know. What do you like, vegetarian, vegan? I'm going to try to be a pescatarian. Let's see what this is like. <laughs> Let me try eating fish a lot. Well, I was already Catholic, so I ate fish every Friday. Anyway. So, you know, I was like, you know, well, that kind of deal. But, yeah, I've tried it all. And, and, and it's, what's really funny, and I just talked about this morning on the show, is I will get uh, people on the right commenting about how liberal I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the people on the left commenting on how, how oh, conservative yeah. I am. That's why you just got to do you. Yeah, you do, and and if they're whatever they want you to be, who's you? That's yeah, who you're going to be to them, are. and that's mm-hmm. just you can't change it at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I still have people going, oh "My God, you're so conservative!" Like, where? Mm-hmm. Where was I conservative? That's like them. I had a comment. I made some. I retweeted some abortion comment or whatever, and I of course got comments like, "Oh, you're just a baby killer." I'm like, I'm pro-choice. That's not really the same thing. You're a baby no. killer, but you don't have time. <laughs> 
he, he, I don't got time to argue with him. I'm like, no, I just yeah. believe a woman should be able to. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. baby killer. All right, I gotta go. And then I just block yeah. him. <laughs> well, the times we live in now make me think of the uh, the very end of the Breakfast Club, where yeah. where he writes the letter about we are in the simplest definitions who you see us as, mm-hmm. and that's really what we've boiled. You are this, so this is all you can possibly be. That's right. That's you exactly can't be right. anything outside of what my narrow mind comprehends. It's disgusting. That definition. I mean, it really is disgusting. It's, it's sad. It's so sad. I feel bad for people like that. Well, yeah, I mean, particularly like, you know, Andy's age. Andy's, what, 33 now? Mm-hmm. And that whole generation now is like, man, they, they don't want anything to do with what boomers did. No. Nothing. No. I mean, no, I don't want to live in the same kind of house. I don't want to say, drive the same kind of car. Right. I don't want to, you know. And they're the ones buying all the houses now. They are buying all the houses They're buying now. all the houses. I was watching something on CNBC, and I was fascinated. The housing market is going, everyone under under 30, between 18 and 35, they're the ones buying all the homes now. Mm-hmm. Oh, are they really? Un- under 35, really? Un- yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose we, all the in their, in their 20s, there's so many ways to make money now that have nothing to do with going to work. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's true. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't go to work. See, you have it in your house. And now you don't have to go to an office. And you can, and on the internet, once you get a fan base, that's money that's waiting yeah. on you. Yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. It is absolutely right. I just, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see how the world turns out because we're all gonna die. That's the that's the moral that's of all this. Yeah, let's just put it all. To, we're all that's gonna my, be dead. That's really how I think. I'm like, we're all gonna die. Can we just do this the best we can? Exactly. Until God is like, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like it. it. That works for me. No, I just we'll try to get along. Everybody, everybody. Be, oh my God! They let anybody in here. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Oh my God! I see him everywhere. Wait, where should I? Here? There? You can where sit you where. Sit? where I'll sit. No, sit down. We're just schmoozing. My husband just got here. <laughs> Sean Patton, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, the microphone, yeah. Um, hey, you can sit, hi. Right here. sit right here if you want. Yeah. That'll be good. I have not. I, I think, think we're friends. You, you guys know one another? No, no I think so. Oh, you should hey. be. Brandon and Brian. Nice Brandon, to meet you. Brandon and Brian. What's happening? And me and, you, Sean are lo- me and Sean are lovers. Yeah. yeah, well, Big Shot wearing his New Orleans hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, Big Shot. Yep. Here it comes. I forgot that... Uh, well, I was saying on the other show, I like to uh, remind everyone of how you broke, Minnesota broke our hearts two years ago. Yeah, how about uh, oh, that yeah. brutalizing Bad. Brett Favre thing that New Orleans did a few years ago, huh? Wait, did you hear me talk about this earlier? <laughs> no. That there is a there is a uh, uh, conspiracy among some New Orleanians that he threw that pick on purpose. And it was I like, know. but it was that it was a long con of his way of getting back at the Minnesota Vikings, who were really? his arch nemesis for the 15 years. Yeah. yeah. And he and he, yeah, and he came out of retirement to be like, oh, I'm going to get him good. I'm going <laughs> to play for him, and I'm going to get him to the NFC Championship and then throw a pick in overtime in the thrown. red zone. It's like, yeah, Brett, yeah. Yeah, Brett Favre thought yeah. all that. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> when he wasn't taking dick picks. Exactly. Oh yeah, you forget about that. No, he's big on dick pics, apparently. Yeah, he liked to. He was good at passing well, footballs and dick pics. He enjoyed taking them, whether or not he was big on them. Well, that's ah. true. Subjective. I okay, suppose. let me very very quickly point. You want to stick around for another segment? Do one segment with Jean? Yes. I was Jackie, Jean. fabulous. Absolutely not. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to try to stir up a fight between Brian and Brandon. It's going to be great. Okay. Fist fight. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> cuffs. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll get it done. We'll be right back. This out. This is going to be fun. Yeah, be a lot of fun. Oh, I yeah. didn't know you two knew one another. Yes, oh, we're yeah. comedians. We all know each other in yeah. some way, shape, or form. All of us. Do you think so? Yes, Wait, I do. It's, it's, where are you at the House of Comedy? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. We yeah. should have coordinated something. Uh, why? Like what? Like we're both going to be in town at the same time. I don't know your schedule. I don't know exactly. <laughs> I don't know yours. From now on, I'm going to I'm going to check it. I'm right, we should. <laughs> we should play like loop each other in. Yes, we should. What did you talk about? Let me guess. Did she talk about Will Smith? I have said his name. And he didn't, <laughs> funny. I said his name, but he didn't ask anything. He was like that was a normal part of my life. Oh, I, said his I name. just assumed it was a normal part of your life. Will Smith? I'm at the House of Comedy. What the hell would I have to do <laughs> I with will Will not, Smith? I will not bust a comedian. Young black comedian tells me that he he was invited to go to Las Vegas with Will Smith and all his friends. He goes, okay, so just meet me out of Van Nuys Airport. <clears throat> uh-huh. And a young kid goes, Van Nuys Airport? That's where all the, uh, well, for private jets. Yeah. yeah. Oh. For private jets mm-hmm. only. So the, my this young guy, and I won't bust him, like I said, nice guy, really nice guy. He goes, Van Nuys? 
there's nothing there but like private jets. He goes, I'm Will Smith. <laughs> That's not how I got there. That's how you got there. <laughs> they were nice. They weren't that nice. Yeah. We'll be right back. This is going to be a great segment. I'm going to love this. We'll be Yay. right back with the family.